This podcast contains very strong language. It may not be suitable for all listeners. Okay, what would you rather? What would you rather? Hello, welcome to What Would You Rather, the podcast where we play our favourite game with our favourite comedians. Right, straight in. This one needs a bit of context, okay? Are you familiar with the Twitter account Jeans and Shoe? No. Shoe is spelled S-H-E-U-X. Okay. <laughs> so it's uh, just people taking photos of men, predominantly men, yeah. wearing shoes like and like bootleg jeans. Someone at work told me about it. Yeah. And then I looked at it and now I'm obsessed. Brilliant. So then me and him were sat in traffic together. Yeah. Shout out to Nick. He came up with it. I can't take credit. Okay. It's good to cite your sources. Yeah. So with that context, okay. what would you rather? Wear jeans and shoe. For the rest of your life, male male work. No, shoes. so you have to wear like you know like a Clark's shoe yeah. that we would worn at school. Yeah, with a bootleg jean, ill-fitting. I I take issue with a bootleg jean anyway, <laughs> but continue. Um, so that for the rest of your life, so even when you go to bed, you have to wear that. Oh, never taken them off. Oh. Or forever unsatisfied by a meal. He oh. asked me this, and I nearly had a breakdown in the car. That's so hard. Can you define unsatisfied? So you know when you just have a meal... And As in just... I'm still hungry? Or you, I'm, it's you... just disappointing? Both. Oh, no. You know when you go so to I a restaurant and you full. order something and everyone else has got something better and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Does that mean I never get hungry? I mean, I never get full? Uh, yeah. So you're, like, you're not starving, hungry, but you're a bit just like... a bit peckish. Um, yeah. Or jeans and... A bulky shoe. A bulky shoe. Bulky. Would you like me to just Brown find some black? photos for you to look at? Yeah, to we'll have to post this alongside the episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Whilst we're on it, guys, feel free to drop us a little five-star review. That How is... embarrassing if it was that you realised it was you. That's um... every man I've ever worked with. Oh, no. <laughs> the <matter>. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, with a gilet. <laughs> Look how long those jeans are. I know. That's He's dressing mental. for a taller man, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Just get your mum to take him out, love. <laughs> so I've got to wear the female version of that. Yeah. So it's a poorly fitting jean. Do I have to wear... And a clumpy shoe. Okay, so the shoe is still like... Julia, there's absolutely no way you're making this fashionable. <laughs> so, like, you can't... I can't like cut off the jeans and make them into like jean shorts with a dressy shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'll look way better. <laughs> I know you've said it can be a woman's shoe, and obviously, mm-hmm. gender is uh, a concept. <laughs> what it would, would traditionally be considered a woman's yeah. shoe. All I can imagine is those shitty, pointy men's work shoes. Like the ones we just looked at. Yeah. yeah. That's all I've they're got. They're always in my like head. loads of space, and it's like, why? Yeah, they're like. Um, is that to like make your like feet elf look bigger shoes. so that you. Yeah, imagine. The penis. Yeah, yeah probably. Mm-hmm. Give the illusion yeah, of a large Also, it's like, penis. just wear a bigger shoe. Yeah, exactly. Like, wear big socks. Yeah, stuff them. That's anyway. one job sorted. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> advice for flowing. Tip, guys. <laughs> so, I'm going for... I'm vain. I'm sorry. I'm oh, going for the unsatisfied food. Really? Did you pick the other one? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, 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 yes. I because was also I can, starving hungry at the time we were playing. I can constantly strive to be full and satisfied. And and that means I get to eat lovely food. That's fine. No, but you, it won't be lovely. It will never taste lovely. Oh, I'm not. it's not tasting yeah. lovely. It's just bland. Everything is bland. Yeah. So I'll basically lose my taste buds. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would just be like, no, that was oh, well, that. This is a totally different question. Oh well, then I'm going Jeans trousers. And shoe. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make it a thing, and I'm gonna go super jazzy on top. I'm gonna be like full sequin on top. And Distract. Then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a light lit up sign. Yeah. Be sitting down as much as possible. But you'd be like, could you take your shoes off when you come to bed? <laughs> That that would be my least favourite thing about it. Yeah, keeping them on to sleep. Oh God, <laughs> are they the same pair? Can I swap pairs? Yeah, but you always have to be wearing. Like you can obviously you'd if they're th- wet. Yeah, you can take them. You'd go through them so quickly yeah. if you have to shower in them. I'm doing it. I'm doing. Yeah, I'm doing the jean and shoe because I can't. I could. I can't. Never taste. Yeah. What is life? What what's like all my favourite things yeah. are around food. And I'd be like, do you want to go for dinner? And you'd just be like, mm. but no. Because even like, but even then I wouldn't cocktail... be asking you for dinner when you're wearing jeans yeah, and shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is the final episode of series one. And we were honoured to have podcast royalty mm-hmm. and comedian extraordinaire Stuart Goldsmith. And he did not disappoint. No. Good lord. His brain is made for questions. Uh, like, the way he delved into them. Yeah. We, we basically spent the majority of the time analysing the quickfire round, which was a joy. Could just sit and talk to him for hours. It was such a shame that you can't see him. Oh, my God. His reactions were so funny. So expressive. Yeah. His reaction to wishes was... like, like <laughs> A cautionary tale. Yeah, like something we need to learn. Like, are we going to get offered? Yeah, you almost no, yeah. believed that it was going to happen. Like, yeah. All the things were going to happen. And it was... But the wishes was like, don't ever accept a wish. It was <laughs> the way that people now talk about um, Brexit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how, like, how could people vote that way? How Do they not know the real dangers of what will happen <laughs> if we leave the... This was that... Yeah. <laughs> that intense, that important. And it's really made me rethink that question Me now. too. He made me feel slightly more positive about children. He's so yeah, he happy did. about it, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely thrilled. He did make it sound quite fun. Yeah. Which, um... That marble game. Oh, mate. I forgot about that. I've just remembered. I want that. Yeah. I His kid that. is in for a fucking treat this Christmas. I would have my whole house as one big marble maze. Yeah, me too. Oh, my God. Here he is. What? What would you rather? This reminds me of a, a question we used to ask people. So, I'll, I'll, can I can I throw one to you straight you away as a warm up? So, as quickly as possible, without thinking about it at all, tell me what would your sex clown name be? Magic Monkey. <laughs> there we go, lovely, Magic Monkey. It's a great game. We, we like to spring it on people at parties because you played it right as well, which was to surprise yourself with what you were saying. Because whenever anyone pauses and thinks yeah. and then That's tries true. to come up with a name, yeah. then it's all I'm fair, disappointed at how bland mine was. Yeah, well, you were editing. But to be fair, we don't know each other. I'm a man, you're a woman. I said sex clown. It's, but as, I, as I said it, I thought, normally you do this with people you have a relationship with. <laughs> I just said that, I was like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very provocative question. We've never met until five minutes ago. It's a terrible Straight example of the thing I'm talking also, about. I just thought of McGiggle. Straight oh, away. Well, that's way McGiggle. better. McGiggle. McGiggle. That's that, so good. That is a dirty just... little sex now. <laughs> I was like, McGiggle. Like a <laughs> exactly. But that, that's what you're after, right? That's, uh... So stressful. Right, we're changing the podcast. Let's <laughs> fire in yeah. Have you played What Would Rather before? 
Is that one of the questions? Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I th- not as a not as a sort of formalised game. Yeah. I, like you know, in the olden days, <laughs> pre-internet, when we'd speak to each other yeah. as humans, someone yeah. would occasionally like it used to be on men behaving badly, didn't it? Did it? Yeah, but no one remembers that. I don't remember. 90. <laughs> Fine. Uh, All I remember is that Caroline like, Quentin was in it. Yeah. And I yeah. Was like, yeah. 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 I, I worked yeah. with her and she was Shut great. Up. Yeah, Shut yeah. Up. I did no, no. I did. Uh, I did some TV warm up. So it's the most peripheral version of working with. Yeah. She was in a show called The Life of Riley, and all I remember about it, apart from her being excellent, was the specific moment when I was like, "She's so excellent." It was because I was there to watch the camera rehearsal. Yeah. Um, and one of the cameramen knocked something over, and I I've nicked this off. It's like a sort of public. It's a Creative Commons joke, but she was okay. the first person I ever heard say it. Someone, everyone's stone cold sober, knocked something over, and she went, "All right, mate, we've all had a nice drink." And that is one of those <laughs> oh lovely little God. social yeah. jokes. This yeah. is like an opportunity to make fun out of nothing that yeah. I just love. Uh. I say that if anyone knocks anything over, I always say, "All right, mate, we've all had a nice drink." <laughs> and my friend Hutch has weaponized a version of that joke, which is that if you're ever just him and you, or just him and you with like one other guy, yeah. which we never are anymore because we've all got children. But you know, in the old days, having a pint. Getting chips afterwards, yeah. I'd go. No, oh, I think I might have a sausage, and he'd go, "Do whatever you want, mate. It's your stag do." And he'd say it. <laughs> he'd say it just loud enough that y- there was a danger other people could <laughs> think like, that this was your stag do. It was like a knife from. That's great. This is a very long answer. I'm sorry. Normally on podcasts, I massively overspeak. So yeah. my answer to the question is yes, yes. I have. Good. <laughs> and you met Karen and Quentin, which is mm. very exciting. Which really, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, joyous. Good. Oh, that's just made me feel all warm inside. Oh, really? What, are you, you, are you super fans of CQ? Freak. Oh, I see, I see, I see. But also, yeah, CQ. I've, I've worked with Alan Davies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's nice. I'm on nodding terms with Alan. He's nice. nice well, nodding yeah, terms. Oh, my gosh. All right, are you ready for the quick fire? <laughs> Let's hit it. Okay. Would you rather never be able to speak again or never stop talking? Oh, God. Um, never speak again. Be- Can I explain about it now or do we do after, all the quickies? After. after. Okay, never okay. speak again. Be itchy for the rest of your life or sticky for the rest of your sticky. life? Sticky. Mm. Uh, always have hiccups or always feel like you need to sneeze? Mm, sneeze. <laughs> know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Ooh, when? <laughs> <laughs> be the funniest person in the room or the most intelligent? Funniest. Always be ten minutes late or an hour early? <laughs> but that's a reality. I'm always ten minutes late. Yeah. Would you rather be invisible or able to fly? Ah, <sighs> oh, I've given this so much thought. I can't give it a quick answer. I mean, it's unresolved. Flight, flight. So, all of your possessions or one of your organs? Possessions. Speak. To, speak. A children possessions. No, no, no possessions. Well, it depends how you see your kids. <laughs> possessions. Speak all languages or be able to speak to animals. Animals. Have sex with a goat or everyone thinks you've had sex with a goat? Sex with a goat? And that concludes the quickfire round. I'm glad that was the last question. That was why you gave me a long look. (laughs) I was like, because the look you gave me basically said no one has ever said that before. (laughs) It makes me feel better. Everyone has said that. Oh, good. Everyone chooses sex with a goat. Mm So Can I suggest respectfully that everyone chooses sex with a goat is a great name for a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be an an element of this 
interview is me. I just love ideas, and my, the ideas I love most are the ones I don't have to do. Like, I just have the idea, idea, fuck it off into the world. Oh, I'm not a producer, guys. <laughs> okay, so what was it that you wanted to talk about? Flight and invisibility? I want to talk about all of them. This, oh, is, okay. a great, this right. is a great premise, and I had fundamentally misunderstood the all of them quick fire, and then we talk about oh, them. Sorry. I thought you meant I had to answer quickly, and then we could talk about them. But you meant that answer all of them quickly. I yeah. feel very uh, stimulated and the I... coffee's just kicked in. <laughs> Let's go. All of them. I've got something to say on everything. I did so, particularly like how you answered all of them on an in-breath. Yeah. Um, did I? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. I wanted to breathe for you. Yeah, because you we were like... Mm. Well, they're big things. These are big challenges. Like, yeah. itchy like, or sticky. Yeah. If you fuck that up, mm. that's the rest and, of your life. Yeah. at the end of this podcast. It so does, all yeah. come true. Yeah. After this, we have what other questions that we have like longer debates about. Sure. It's not just these ones. Mate, yeah. I, you will be amazed if we get as far as anything else. I could, <laughs> we could do it to your sticky for an hour. <laughs> That's what we want. Yeah. What was the first question? Uh, never be able to speak again or never stop talking. Oh, yeah. You were like, I've got something to say. Mm. Yes. I stopped you. Okay. What was my answer? <laughs> you said never be able to speak again, I believe. Yes. Okay. So uh, I... I, a few years ago, it's going to sound dark, but it isn't. I had a growth on my tongue, and for a, for a few days I thought I had tongue cancer, and it turned out to be a squamous something. But I just remember the word squamous. It's completely harmless, and they took it out. Okay. But my, it, I felt like it told me something about me, someone who talks for a living. Like, without my voice, i got nothing. Yeah. Like I can't, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not like a funny writer. I'm not a sit-down writer. Mm. It's all blurt. And uh, <laughs> The Guardian. <laughs> it's, all, it's all blurred um, but uh, you know the way one's comedy self and the desire to be on stage in front of strangers rather than at home with your family or your friends that weird mental thing whatever that is all of that kind of resolved in quite a weird way for me when I, th I my first thought was um, I, I have uh, a condition called acute hypochondria uh, I assume and uh, <laughs> self-diagnosed no whenever when it came up, I thought, uh, oh, there's a, there's, a there's a thing, that looks weird. Mm. My first thought was, holy fuck, it's tongue cancer. I'm going to lose my tongue. And my first emotion was, oh. Oh, really? like, <laughs> honestly, because I felt like it would take away from... This is so disrespectful to anyone who is unable to speak and wishes to, but purely back to the amoral components of this idea. Um, I felt like it would just let me off the hook. I'm a comic because I am into blurting things out and I relate to people, as you have seen in the 10 minutes we've known each other, by talking. Yeah. And that, I, my pet theory is that that's because I hate, I think this is true of lots of comics, I hate silence mm -hmm. to a psychopathic degree. I create awkwardness where none exists. I assume the silence is my fault and I am compelled to fill it. Like that's, I don't think that's happening every day all the time. But I think that's the root of it. Yeah. And what makes me, what confirms that theory is that when I thought, oh my God, I'm going to lose my tongue and never be able to speak again, my first emotion was relief. Right. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, the classic example there, start a sentence, didn't know what I was going to say. Do you, think, <laughs> do you think if you did lose your tongue then, those feelings of you creating awkward, you being the root of the awkward silences, or you would know that because... You are powerless to the awkward. To Off the, the hook forever, yeah, people, baby. Or say. are you in a prison of awkward silences that you can never relieve? No, because you can still communicate if it's important. You can learn yeah. sign language. Mm -hmm. 
But you is there is there such a thing as someone who does sign language but just can't shut up? Just constantly <laughs> over just that must be a thing. Um, but you can still communicate when it's important. And I do baby sign language with my okay. baby, um, and not my son anymore because he's, he's outgrown it. But I love being able to communicate. Yeah. She's just at the stage now where she came home for the first time and did the home sign, oh. and we're like, oh, it's only one. We're like, oh, she knows. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, so I'm into communicating, but the compulsion, yeah. like, oh my God, if there's a thing you can't do and you just shrug and go, well, sorry, you know, sorry guys, yeah, can't yeah. do it. You know, my God, once or twice in my life, I've lost my voice and then gone into a shop and pointed at something and they've looked at me quizzically and I've done some mime about, yeah. well, I can't speak, you know, mm. miming a, I've just, the listener, hello, I've just <laughs> moved my finger in a cross shape across my mouth as if doing a curse. <laughs> um, and, uh. And that I really enjoyed. Like communication is a challenge. I yeah, love it. Yeah. I love the game articulate. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. It's my favourite thing. I smash for it. But I'm I'm excited to get across what I mean, whether that's in mime or yeah. you know description or whatever. So that element of it you would still have, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't have to fill the fucking silence. Do you think people rely on you to fill silences? Not as much as I think they do. Yeah. I like two days ago I was in London. I bumped into some comedy people who are known to me but with whom I'm not close friends mm-hmm. and I had a little chat with one of them one of them turned up during that and I had a little chat with him and I basically spun myself out into yet another Goldsmith takes it on all himself and just feels a bit awkward and makes a little glib joke and then leaves and walks away going why did I do that why did I need to do that mm-hmm. there was just all social anxiety yeah. it's enormous I feel that enormously so um, the idea of just being able to just roll your... I, I know a guy called Shane who's a very cool guy and for years I thought he was the coolest guy because you talk to him and he just... This is terrible for a podcast, sorry. He just does... I, I'll do the face and okay. you describe it to okay, the listener, cool. okay? He, you, say, you would say a thing to him and he'd go like this. Stuart is lifting his eyebrows and nodding his head backwards and smiling. Uh, and smiling. Yeah, so yeah. he's kind of like a hmm, like that. Often behind, behind sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay, I would just cool. think, oh, he's so cool, yeah. man. He just doesn't feel compelled. He's not necessarily cool. Maybe yeah. he's not even listening. Maybe he's stoned. But he was just like, <laughs> but it just, the social power, it was like an Aikido move. I yeah. had to oh, I fill a gap and he's yeah. like, uh huh. And I'm like, oh, I can't fill it. And I, I couldn't hang out with him. How did you respond when he would do that? Did you feel. I go, I can't believe and just leave. I would have some sort of internal mental collapse. My personality would sort of dissolve into triangles, and I just. Go, wow, yeah, I don't think we are going to get past quick fire, are we? <laughs> <laughs> and that's totally fine. Be itchy for the rest of your life or sticky. You were very quick with sticky. Sticky. Well, only because when you said itchy for the rest of your life, I thought not that, and so I'd have said okay. whatever the second one was. Okay. Sticky is arguably a superpower, right, Spider-Man? No, yes. it's like the feeling. feeling. Like, you know when you've eaten... Oh, no, 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 you're qualifying the question. You said sticky. <laughs> Do you mean... I said, oh, no, yeah. Did you mean would be you rather feel... or sticky, yeah. yeah. So be itchy or I'll feel allow sticky. It. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you can be... Well, there. like, oh, no. it's literally a superpower. Yeah. Can you control it at will? Can you... Or, or well, if you come, well, you're making that's the rules. Well, well <laughs> the issue is if you are if, st- if you are physically sticky, then yeah. everything you've ever touched, you've stuck yeah, to. So you basically live inside a katamari. Do you know what you've one of those? You've accumulated. This is a Japanese uh, computer game called Katamari Damasu, and what it is, it's like you know the Japanese 
uh, they are good at inventing stuff. Mm. It's, a, it's a game whereby your little character runs along and everything he runs into he collects and uh, you run around oh like you're tiny and you run around an enormous house <laughs> and everything you touch collects until you're inside a massive snowball. And the game is you've got to collect all the objects in one okay, day. Wow. It's like the nuts, sort of mad yeah. thing you can yeah, everything Yeah, exactly like that. So yeah. I would live like that because everything that ever, yeah. I'm yeah. stuck to everything ever. Am mm. I sticky to myself? Like if I do that, if I fold my arms once, are they there forever? Well, yeah, presumably. You know that? I'm Unless you're dead. Really sticky, yeah. Remember the skittles? And if there. you coughed, you breathe. What, what if you breathe out? Your yeah. the inside of your lungs are just. So one glorious moment of stickiness. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you I'm going to say you can touch yourself because okay. that would be. You would be able to. Do <laughs> I'm doing nothing with that. I'm, I'm leaving that As on I the table. That, I was like, this sounds wrong. <laughs> well, I've said it now. Yeah, you don't stick. You don't stick to yeah, yourself. You yeah, you do anything. So you yeah. just be getting changed. Yes. Oh, then you get changed. Even you if you physically yeah, stuck yeah. to yourself, I would take that over itchy. I get prickly heat in my legs, oh, yeah. and I just want to scream and claw my own eyeballs out. Not that either of those things would help. Mm. But now I would be blind and screaming and have prickly. And um, so yeah, I get I get I get too hot okay. too easily, and I get uh, itchy, and I hate it. I hate mm. it. So That's stickiness, fair. please. Okay. Hiccups or need to sneeze? I think I said sneeze because uh, the two things happened in my head. One thought, or oh, hiccups. I remember that guy in The Simpsons who's like, he was on a news item and they go, this guy's been hiccuping 50 years and he goes, hick, kill me, hick. <laughs> so, so that already had a negative connotation. And then sneezing I find quite fun. I'm a big, I have like okay. big dad sneezes. Mm. So many things about my life make sense in the paradigm of being a parent. Like, I'm really boring and I've always got a lightweight waterproof coat. <laughs> Before I was a dad, that didn't really make sense. And now it's like, yeah, it's okay. this guy. And my sneezes now are, I will try to recreate one. Your machine will peak. I will protect it with my hand. Uh, I normally, an average sneeze for me is like this. Like that. It's that kind of volume. Yeah. Maybe not quite that volume, but like, whoo! And normally, like I try to, do you hold your nose when you sneeze? No. In an attempt not to spray snot everywhere? barrier... I like like you did with the yeah. but other way around yeah but I don't think I I squeeze I, no. I think I always have held my nose while Ooh, sneezing that, and um, massive pressure in your head yeah. I might have done something might have unloose, loosened something <laughs> I so I but I think there is quite a fun performative thrill to sneezing right. quite a fun thing I like to do when sneezing guys it is years ago you'd sneeze and come out of it with your hands up in a sort of kung fu <laughs> a sort of fake karate pose like, like that as if you've been surprised that's quite a fun thing. So I'm, I'm predisposed to sneezing far more okay. than I don't want to ruin this for you, but it's feeling like you need to sneeze, not actually sneezing. Oh, okay. Like how much, to you what degree, you, where you know on the... You yeah. have to look at the, like, the, the light to try Oh, yeah, and, and your eyes water and you and go... you're like, I can't do it. I like that. For me, that's oh. quite sexy. But don't you hate it? <laughs> <laughs> it is, that's quite like a, a, sort of a, t- a sort of a titillating kind of, oh, I'm feeling, a, am I feeling a thing? Oh, the vapours. You know, that's I quite, I quite like that. I wish you were filming Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> you know when Homer Simpson sees donuts? Yeah. And he goes, ooh, with his hands. That's what you just did. Yeah. Is that, that what I did? The idea that... <laughs> the idea that... Uh, yeah, it was. It was quite how it was. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, almost... Ne- always nearly sneezing. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm quite tickled by that. Yes, I find the idea delightful. Um, know when you're going to die or how you're going to die. I said how. No, I said when. when. I said when. Um, oh yeah Ooh, yes well they're both scary and I'm obsessed with death at the moment a parenting thing again I'm afraid 
uh, I, your life before you have kids is all about you and where you're going and then you have them and suddenly you're reminded every single day of the passage of time. It's like firing a child-shaped harpoon into time and then you spend the rest of your life paying out the rope, walking backwards away from it because you always go, oh, it's been precisely one year and ten days since oh. my daughter was born. Yeah. It's been precise. You know what I mean? There's mm. all these... And you see those, those kids changing, growing and developing and you realise that you're changing. Yeah, yeah, you're fatter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So, also I'm 42 and that is, if I'm lucky, halfway through my life. Yes. Right? So, I'm, a, I'm sort of... It's very much on my mind at the moment. Mm. I've stopped thinking what crazy things can I, can I do and I've started... I'm an over-preparer. I like to know that everything's taken care of because I'm uh, uh, hyper-vigilant. Um, so, the thing I'm preparing for now is retirement. I'm preparing for retirement. And to a certain extent, that's sensible. Like, I've only yeah. just started paying into a pension. So I've started making preparations for old age way before I'm old. And yes. in the way that my mum, if you ask my mum how she is, she always goes, not so bad. You know, like, yeah. I, I've picked up that kind mm. of quality whereby I'm like, oh, still alive now, but <laughs> not long. And I, I hate it. So if I knew when I was going to die, I could stop worrying about all of that. Because I'd go... Well, maybe I'd worry about it more because I'd be like, well, by this year, I need to have had but that. But if, if you knew you were going to die before you retired... Yes, I'd retire either, sooner. Yeah. yeah, or you'd... Do yeah, crime. Don't worry about a pension. Yeah. Or do, or crime, do crime the day yeah. before you die. Do crime. Do do crime. That's, a, that's an e-book. <laughs> um, so that, I wouldn't like to know how... When I was a kid, I had a dream. I sort of a... I suppose it was just a dream, but I sort of thought of it as a vision because it was so vivid about wearing a blue shirt and a purple t-shirt underneath it and no no just just a purple purple shirt wearing the color purple and someone grabbing it and stabbing me and I was like that's how I'm going to die so I never wore purple again so I like no. and you know I was like 14 and desperate for someone to think I was interesting <laughs> um, but uh, but it did it did have some sort of internal kind of oh like oh, it scared me so I, I think having had a vision of how I'm going to die, I've done that, mm-hmm. so I'll take when. Yeah. Okay. Ten minutes late, you chose. You weren't actually ten minutes late to this. Um, no, late, you're... sure, but not ten minutes. No, sure, and my wife would be very proud of me because I am ten minutes late to everything, but I scheduled this for an hour and a half after the previous thing I was doing, not for an hour. Uh, so that's okay. a new, uh, that's a new uh, thing for me. And I was anxious this morning because I felt like I didn't have enough things in my day because I'd spaced out the three things. But as a result, I got here on time. Brilliant. But ordinarily, ten minutes. So what was the question? Ten, ten minutes, minutes early. late or an hour early? An hour early. Everything. Well, I suppose if you're there an hour early, you can scope the place out. You can check for traps. They're both good. <laughs> but realistically, what <laughs> I am... All around. <laughs> yeah, what I am is, is, is largely ten minutes late. And often, I'll be at home... 40 minutes away from where I need to be and it will take 30 minutes to get there but I'll just wait for 20 minutes yeah. before leaving <laughs> so, I don't know why but that, I'll just be like oh I'm going to be late looking at my phone thinking late now scroll 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 yep definitely late now oh can I have to think of an excuse scroll 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 yeah very weird um, invisible or able to fly Given a lot of thought over the years, yeah. I am completely on board with the idea that as a psychological technique, as a psychological kind of map of someone's psyche, the people who choose invisibility are perverts and people who choose flight are free thinkers. 
obviously flight would be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I'm old and married, I don't need to go into girls' locker rooms. <laughs> whilst, I thought you were going to say the opposite. Invis- now that I'm old invisible. Oh, no, I spoke... Oh, that, well, good. That, makes, that makes me out... Some, yeah, somehow you saying that has stopped me being a perp. Which I really like. um, basically, yes. Probably as a kid, I'd have been like, ooh, invisible. Mm. But I've always wanted to be able to fly. Of course mm. I have. The thing is... Birds seem pretty bored, don't they? It's not like they're all... You don't, you don't see birds flying around going, this is fucking amazing. Like everything, this yeah. is... It was ever thus. As soon as you can do something, yeah. you completely take it for granted. Look at us with our fancy gravity or whatever. You know, you've got a thing and you're just like, oh, well, this is how it always is. But you're still the only person who can <clears throat> yeah. do it. So you're still... Yeah, but the temptation for me would be to use it to fight crime and then I'd immediately be killed. Do you know what I mean? Like in the real in the, world, the it's not. It's, yeah. We're not in a superhero comic, yeah, are we? Yeah. It's the real world. And if you do, you ever see a movie called Chronicle? It's, no. it's got one of the. It's like three guys. It's like um, tail end of the sort of Blair Witch Vogue of found footage stuff. But you can forgive it that. Um, it's uh, three American high school kids find some sort of artifact. They each get superpowers. But there is one scene where they fly. But of course they're flying, so they're super high up, so they're wearing snowboarding gear. And you're like, that's what you do, because yeah. it's freezing up there. And then they're like, what's that noise? And then a plane comes towards them at 400 miles an hour. And they're like, ah! Because that's the reality of flight. It's incredibly cold, yeah. and it's dangerous. No one expects you to be there. Anyone that does see, you know, you'll get noticed every time. What you yeah. want to do is go to somewhere like... Lake Topor in New Zealand mm. and just cane it across like you know just keep your head down night time goggles on low altitude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but basically it would be like being able to ski or snowboard but with no possibility of falling over oh, that yeah. would be incredible yeah. like to be able to just have the zooming bit yeah. but without the yes. impact injury bit yeah so you could low level fly on skis make people think you're skiing but you're oh, that would be smart. Yeah. Hey, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And you could do. Uh, there must be other things like you could. Uh, you could make yourself a cardboard car, and then fly in it on a motorway one centimetre yeah. off the floor. So everyone's like, "What the shit?" And you could you could stooge the world. And just could, go over people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or you could uh, have a real <laughs> metal chassis, but with wheels that were on uh, like telescopic cylinders. But because you're in charge, like when it lifts up, they pop down as if it's the go-go gadget. Right. Does that mean anything to you? The wheel, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, oh, the yeah, wheels yeah. on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. gadget. But it actually, it would just be a shell and you'd be inside flying at different altitudes. But you'd have to be strong enough to lift that. Yeah. Um, oh, well, what are the rules? When you fly... You're not superhuman. You're not... Yeah, but... Mm, you have a you superpower, have super but you're not superhuman. Sure, but if you have flight, what... What are the limitations in terms of how much weight you can carry yeah. when you're flying? Mm. It might be like swimming, where you can yeah, exactly. Yeah, no one else asks this many questions. Listen, this is the rest of my life. <laughs> I mean, there must be. It must be as much as you because you're not changing atmosphere. It's not like swimming yeah. where you're changing state. Sure. So it would be as much as you can carry. Ultimately, I think I would bastardise the flight and just use... What speed? At what speed can I fly? Walking speed. Oh, my God. And does it tire me out? Yes, it's exhausting. Yeah. Ah, oh God. No, because otherwise I'd tweak it and I'd turn it into super speed yeah. by standing and flying one centimetre off the ground, you yeah, know, in yeah. order to have the impression of speed. And then I'd fucking have more accidents. It's still better. Yeah, it should be. Chips in the windscreen. <laughs>
Have we concluded that? Oh, yeah. That, yeah so yeah, you yeah. flight, you're still going yep, flight. sticky flight. Sticky flight. <laughs> that, would, that would be my... Uh, well, that's another car game. It's a fun game. I, uh, I give you two superpowers, and you need to immediately, without thinking, name your superhero. Right? All right, do Rosa this time. Okay, fine. Oh, no. So you've got um, uh, one incredibly strong right arm. It's massive and invulnerable. And also, you can see for miles. And your superhero name is... Wanky. <laughs> Wanky. I want to go muck something. Wanky McGiggles. Wow. They've taken the sex clown and they've made it somehow even more threatening. He, yeah, he sounds like a villain. What was the second one you can see for miles? Yeah. All I could think of was a massive Come on. Arm. What have you got? Like fist scope or something, you know? Something like. Fist scope. <laughs> that sounds worse than Wanky McGiggles. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so all of your possessions are one of your organs. After deciding your children aren't possessions, yes. you went with organs. I go with organs because I would want to choose the organ. Because there's no good going, mm. oh, I'll just one of my organs. And they go, great, it's your brain. And you're like, yeah. fuck yeah. The thing that scared me most when I was a teenager was the video to the song One by Metallica, which is based on a movie called Johnny Got His Gun, in which a guy comes back from Vietnam and is basically... Is, you know a quadruple amputee and mm. can't hear or speak and he's just basically a brain in a jar being kept right. alive there's a Roald Dahl short story similar to it have you mm. read Roald Dahl short stories yes like it's a, a there's like a brain in a jar and he's just connected to one eye and at the end his wife is there yeah, and she's always hated him and she blows cigarette smoke into the eye but that to me that kind of inability to communicate or articulate like the diving bell of the butterfly mm. drops into it thing, is mine absolute nightmare mm, yeah. so so much so that I almost don't want you to put this on the podcast in case my enemies hear it and make it a reality but I don't think I have any enemies so the next one was speak all languages or be able to speak to animals 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 because if you could be bothered you could learn all languages yeah but what do you think animals have got to say well you don't know neither do I but and it would, would be know. you'd be the first person in history to find out mm. true, yeah it true. could be like oi bird go, shut up about worms go and find out <laughs> What? Oh yeah, you could get them. You know, but that's go nice. and find out what the stock exchange is going to do in two years. Maybe birds can see the future. But you don't know. <laughs> Good point. And dogs can tell when people have had cancer. Dogs can tell when people have had cancer. So you could just yes. like you could just make an army of like helpers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You could get all the cancer dogs, and you could be the cancer guy. That Why would be they a do that now? Flying if cancer guy. <laughs> you could also get changed like in Snow White when she gets changed. That's birds. your idea, isn't it? <laughs> Just she has she, birds she, carry she, she, she gets changed or, by or birds. Or Cinderella. Birds just like carry her clothes and, like, and then put what, it on a monster. Yeah. Tie her hair. What, so we're saying the ability to enslave animals? <laughs> yeah, and, and also, but he talks to them about also it. Also, we're <laughs> suggesting in this hypothetical version that the animals get on with me, and I'm interested in what I have to say. Yeah. Imagine being shunned by all animals. You're like, can, come, no, come back. I mean, I can speak you. They're like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm busy being a mouse. You have no business talking to me at all. Yeah, I suppose all of all animals' priorities are food, whereas we food have food and sex. Yeah, and and violence. So making friends probably not high on their priority. Unless you've got food. Oh you yeah, so you or just have offering sex or, <laughs> <laughs> or threatening violence. And he did choose sex with a goat. So. so, oh yes, that's. I was just thinking, have I over mentioned sex in this interview? <laughs> No, I think I'm fine. <laughs> oh God, we've got sex with a goat coming up. <laughs> yeah, definitely animals. It's a superpower. But like, okay. I, someone said to me, "What superpower would you like?" Years and years ago, and I said, "I'd really like to be able to sing incredibly well." And they were like, 
you're going to waste your superpower yeah. on seeing a thing which if you could be bothered you could just learn yeah. but I don't think I could learn no. I, 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 I think some people can't can they I think I'm one of them but I'd yeah. love to be able to sing but at the same time singing listening to fantastic singers not that I'm like a massive music head but um, like I want to preserve that most things I love I mm. do and I've yeah. slightly mm. spoiled them by doing them and mm. some of the, in some ways improved my appreciation for them but it I would hate to think, like, I love Damien Rice. I love what he does with uh, kind of rhythm and the expectation of a rhyme and silence. But that's all I understand about it. And yeah. I think if I knew what all the notes were called, I'd be like, oh, it's like work. learning a magic mm. trick. Exactly. Yeah. So you wouldn't give up comedy to become a, a singer if you had this magical power? I think most comics would rather be rock stars and most rock stars would love to try being a good comic. Right. But would I, would I give up comedy? God. <laughs> I mean I love it I've done it for 15 years yeah and if there was the opportunity of, yeah I mean there is something I, I think the ecstatic moment of comedy is nearly always the best bit is either when you come back to something live in the moment that you weren't expecting and you overreach yourself or when you have a fresh idea for a new bit that might work and you say it for the first time and it mm-hmm. does that's the ecstatic joy mm-hmm. I feel like for singers the ecstatic joy is all of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. you don't need to worry about what... Like, if you do comedy badly, it isn't comedy. Yeah. Whereas if yeah. you sing... Like, you can't fuck up a song. You're not, I mean, Kylie's not backstage thinking, I hope the thing I'm doing doesn't cease to exist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know why I chose Kylie. Yeah. So I, I, saw, I, saw her, I saw her last night, and uh, as a result, I, she's... Not that she's mega on my mind. My point is that Kylie isn't my go-to example of the kind of song. <laughs> Uh, and ultimately, you decided you'd have sex with a goat. Rather, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's let's include the whole question now. <laughs> yeah. And Rather, ultimately, where where this has all been leading yeah. is your confession now on live internet that you would rather have sex with a goat than than everybody think you have sex with a goat. Well, my feeling is <laughs> everyone thinking you'd had sex with a goat would be. I mean, if you were the right guy you could style that out you could spin that into a career i know a couple of people who if everyone thought they'd had sex with Mm. a goat they could make a couple of million quid out of that because they were that guy and they could style themselves as the goat fucking guy Mm -hmm. and uh you know all publicity is good publicity in some respects but i'm not that guy and ultimately I, I, there must there are probably people in the world who if you told them I'd had sex with a goat they'd be like yeah <laughs> checks out but that's not that's kind of my old life <laughs> um, you're a dad now so well quite well that's the other thing is everyone thinking I'd had sex with a goat would have ramifications for yeah. my children mm. people would be like oh yeah how many teats have you got I was, was going to say how many legs have you got I was going to what the point I'm making there is that people might wonder about their heritage sure is the goat consenting? Because oh, yeah. if the goat doesn't consent, then I would rather everyone think I've had sex with a goat. How honourable like of you. Guys. Hey, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm an honourable guy. That's the absolute least anyone should ever say. And I started yeah. off saying that ironically, but now I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, assuming, that, assuming, the goat, assuming the goat is consenting and is capable of consenting... Yeah. In order that it consent, well, the goat would the need to have human intelligence yeah. or a You're decent level of intelligence. No, it would, it would need to have human aged 18 plus to intelligence in yeah. order that consent was a thing. Mm-hmm. And we could speak to it 
we, we, me and my fellow goat fuckers could speak to him <laughs> and where we came from. Um, <laughs> then, uh, yes, I would... I think I'd rather do that. But it is... Uh, I'm learning a lot about myself because this is giving me more to think about than any other of the questions. The others were all quite simple. I wouldn't like everyone to think I'd have sex with a goat. If I do have sex with a goat, does no one ever find out? Yeah. Is that part of it? No one ever you knows. You can tell people if you want to, but no one... No can one I knows. erase my own memory afterwards? No. You can bang your head against the wall and yeah. try. I mean, as much as you can erase your memory now. Oh, so suddenly there are concrete rules in this. <laughs> um, yes, I could... Uh, well, but the, the danger there is that you have sex with a goat and then you think, like, I'm quite... I get a lot of option paralysis. I'd be... My fear is that that would be like a legacy of anxiety mm. about the fact that I'd had sex with a goat. But if it was all... Yeah. It was all consenting. They had a lovely time. You had a lovely time. Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm pleased you think that I've had good sex with a goat in this. I'm done. I just yeah. want to reduce anxiety for you. Has, it, has anyone ever qualified that answer with like, how good is the sex? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, but we only had one person ever choose Pink thinking, thing. yeah. And that's was Joe, Joe Sutherland. Joe Sutherland. He's a wrong one. There you go. <laughs> Someone asked, can they have sex with a goat and tell everyone about it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lulu, I think, yeah. Everyone, uh, that's, you've, there's another sneaky thing. I think my, my experience of like reading fairy stories and fairy tales and things like that is that there's always you always get got like if, if someone yeah, if yeah, you said yeah. this is a lamp yeah. you rub it genie comes out you do three wishes I wouldn't fucking touch it yeah. right because you will definitely screw yourself over mm. and I think one of the one of the tricksy angles with the goat thing is yeah. you said would you rather have sex with a goat or everyone think everyone yeah. that means that I'm the most famous person mm. in the world yeah. because every single like eight billion people mm. nearly have heard of me Maybe I would do that because with that amount of notoriety, yeah. if you played your cards right, yeah. you could make a you could change the world for good. If we assume yeah. that, like you know, yes. you would have more Instagram followers than anyone, so suddenly you put one little tweet up, you can make a shitload of money for charity. But that doesn't mean that people are. But no, but, but think of the brand. Know. But even if yeah. even if like one like one eighth of the world follows Follow, you, yeah, true. You could make it even if yeah. that difference that you made was. You can. I, I. I could bring down uh, uh, oil corporations by telling everyone I thought they were great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So oh, you'd yeah. be able to wield yeah. tremendous social yeah. power. So yeah, and and you don't have to fuck a goat. I'm doing that one. But you don't mind. So then you would take the hit that people, like family members, might not want to associate with you. This might be. A I really think all the cool ones would be down with it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because once they saw... Well, okay, initially, there might be a couple of lonely years, but once they saw what the Goat Fucking Foundation, the GFF, yeah. that I preached <laughs> with my phenomenal social reach, yeah. um, once they saw the good that it was doing in the world, they might walk back on the... Uh, I might get invited back to Christmas, 2013. Yeah. And your wife wouldn't mind? I'm sure she'd mind, but, you know, if we... Like, do you want me to apply that to all of the questions? Yeah. <laughs> the sticky one? She's not going to be thrilled with that. <laughs> Yeah, good point. That is the furthest been... that last question has ever yeah. gone. Okay, have to start your next Edinburgh show with 15 minutes of the prose of Boris Johnson or have to say lol after every joke? Well, I think I'd go lol because <laughs> I think I'm deeply opposed to Boris Johnson and everything he stands for, likes, or has ever looked at. And uh, from the, I think creativity flourishes when it is c- 
confined mm. and I think having to say lol at the end of every sentence any joke every, every joke. joke every joke would well A you could bypass it by doing the whole set that was one long joke that was a piece of storytelling with one incredible payoff and then the lol worked you could but that end. payoff would have to be yeah but, then, but that's, a, that's a fun challenge yeah. whereas do Boris Johnson's prose isn't a fun challenge yeah. so there might be some fun artistic thing you could do with that or there's, there's numerous ways around it like you do the show live via satellite from, or from a different room and you cut the mic every time you say lol yeah, yeah. Well, you, you try and get that. the laugh so loud that no one hears you saying it yeah. Whisper yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you whisper it you say it very low yeah. you know there's all yeah. sorts of things like that but equally it'd be more fun to take the idea of it call it the lol show and just see how cheesy you could go with the marketing <laughs> yeah and still, you know what I mean there's yeah. like I, th- I think that would be a fun thing creativity wise to go right we've got this challenge now yeah. muggins here has got to do an editing show while saying lol at the end of every joke and I've got to make it good I yeah. think that's that's a more fun challenge okay what would you rather relive Christmas Day for 365 days or relive New Year's Day for 365 days do you mean a specific one or this one coming, this up. One coming up this one coming up yeah so you get to Christmas Day and then a year is Christmas oh, Day oh this I cannot to... wait for this Christmas Day I'm more excited about it than any Christmas in my life since being a kid and I can't really remember those yeah my kids man my like it's Christmas is going up Christmas like the yeah, currency of Christmas in true. our house we're excited about it now um, um, some mates of ours whose child is, the, child is the same age as my eldest they've started putting the decks up already they're wow. like oh, I can bring it on <laughs> um, and so uh, although my daughter is only one she'll still like yeah. it it'll be fun times yeah. um, but the day the day I cannot wait I can't wait I'm gonna he'll never hear this so I'm gonna spoiler what I've got my kid for okay, Christmas sure. right we've got uh, you know Duplo yes. it's like kiddie yeah, Lego yeah. big chunky Lego um, we've got some old school we've, for, for a while we've had some like it's an old barn house there's three of them that's connect together with a hinge and it's like a, a farm a farm barn <laughs> that's not a word is it a farmyard barn is there any other kind of a barn? A barn. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I've tried to buy more of them, but you can't get them because they're from the 70s. And if you want one, it's like 150 quid because it's a collector's item. And you go, well, what's that? <laughs> but what I did find, and we've ordered these from China. Um, well, that's a, suddenly I feel like I'm supporting China. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I didn't realise when I ordered them. It was an Instagram advert. Um, and what it is, is uh, it's bits of, they're, they're knockoff Duplo, but they turn Duplo into a marble run. So it's oh tiny sectional bits that you can put on your... So with these three barns, yeah. and farm barns, <laughs> and, the, and like, I love building great big stilt houses that like, are like sort of three foot high that are all on pods and they all interconnect. Yeah. We can do that, but with wow. slidey, rolly ball, like you can, my son calls it a marble barble. It isn't called that, but it's Cute. called a marble barble in our house. So it's a marble barble that you build onto Duplo, Oh, bring it on Christmas morning I'm going to make him open it first thing and I'm going to play with it all day <laughs> oh, that, I want that for Christmas that could become after 365 days like imagine where you could take oh that oh my god you, you can't the do anything you else really. if I knew it was coming up I could prep the house with a load of extra well no it's, I mean, it's, it's a different day isn't it it's like February 19th we're doing Christmas again so no, you, no, is that no, the no, point it's, it's literally oh, you're in a time loop it's like Groundhog Day with yeah. all your memories yes yeah. 
Yeah, great. Okay. But they, no one else knows. Yeah. It's just you. So. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Yeah. It's like Groundhog Day. <clears throat> so what in your in the mind of the questioner, if I may be so bold, cool. what is the difference between New Year's Day and Christmas Day? Is your point that Christmas Day is full of wonder and joy, and New Year's Day is a horrible hangover? So it's actually like more the shops are shut. In my opinion. Yeah. Okay. And you're stuck with your family and you can't like go and do anything is, else. It's much more an adult we're, toxic we're Christmas. In, <laughs> we're in different places in our yeah. lives. Christmas means something a million times different to you than it does to me. It's and that is just days. Yeah. Yeah, do I want to be at home and play with my children for 365 days? Oh, Fuck so yes, I would yeah. quit comedy in a heartbeat. If I was independently wealthy, I would take the next five years off so that I could be with my children all the time. But the, the annoying thing is, everyone else is stuck on the same day. So you can't be like, this is getting annoying. Yeah, well, so if it's a Groundhog Day scenario, yeah. which I hadn't previously understood Sorry. to be part of the question, I mean, any Groundhog Day scenario is going to carry its own challenges, upsets, yeah. uh, all the rest of it. Like, I'm not, when my kid flips out for the 360th time <laughs> about the same meaningless thing that I'm trying to convince him to do that I don't even want to do anyway. Just have a wee. I don't need a wee. You're hopping from foot to foot. You're going to wet yourself in three, two... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That would probably be great. Yeah. Sure. Um, but for me, there would really be no difference between Christmas Day and New Year's Day. So, I mean, if it's... How do you normally spend New Year's Day? S- slight hangover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's the... But we're boring now, so we're like, well, yeah. that's the bells... We, you know, baby didn't care about the bells. We're getting up at cock o'clock anyway, so let's not go too hard. <laughs> um, so recovering from that, we've got a really big window, and it's right. uh, <laughs> we've had some work done in the kitchen. And part of the work that we've done in the kitchen is we've got a window embiggened, and we've got an incredible view of Bristol and New Year's Eve when everyone oh. does fireworks. It's big window fireworks around our yeah. house. So if I had the option, it'd be New Year's Eve because then you could have a nice. You can relive that moment yeah. as all of the stuff but you goes would. Well, because from 12, 12, so your day would start with the fireworks. Oh, that one then. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that one. And you still have the Duplo left over from Christmas. Oh, we'd oh, still yeah. be playing with so it. And we double, wouldn't need to fucking yeah. open it every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, definitely that one then. Yeah. Def- yeah. Definitely yeah. that one. So what would you rather? Wake up in a different body every six months for five years or not be able to travel further than a mile from your home for two years? Give me that again, because to me it's massively loaded that the first one is the best one, so I want to check that I've understood. So you wake up in a different body. It's a different six... person's body yeah. every six months. So you have no life. control over whose body it is. You live their life You're six months. all over the okay. place. And then you, after six months, you go to someone else's body. So you're not yourself anymore ever again. You're you Your brain, inside. someone else's sure, body. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But after you never years. get back to your own body. No, after five years, after you'll five go back years, to you. Okay. But then you lose five years. Yeah. Or... Not be able to travel further than a mile from your home for Well, two years. kids, isn't it? Second one. Yeah. Yeah. Like previously, pre-kids, yeah. what you've offered me is Quantum Leap on a plate. Yeah. I'm there, right? Yeah. Do you remember Quantum Leap? Yeah. No yeah? Yeah, yeah. And so what's the age disparity between you? We're you both 29. Okay. <laughs> you're <laughs> so older by you remember months. Quantum Leap and you don't, you live in My a world pa- where Quantum Leap never existed. I don't existed. know what you're talking about. Are you the result of one of these questions where someone chose a thing? (laughs) Would you rather live in a world where there was no Quantum Leap? I can't believe you don't remember Quantum Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap is a sci-fi TV show that's That's exactly what you've you've just described. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. But would my parents have had to like it for me to watch it? Probably, yeah. Yeah, my parents really liked it, so it was was odd. It sounds like something Phil would like. Oh, I love it. It's not football. I love it when people refer to other people's dads by their first names. (laughs) Phil would have liked that. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, pre-kids, definitely the first one. Post-kids, definitely the second one. What but is it about the first one? Sorry. Well, yeah. The Sorry. first one, I don't get to see my children for five years. No, okay. but, uh, right that you before like kids. before kids. What is it about the first one oh, that appeals um, to you? Because the whole point of life is to have adventures. Yeah. So what more adventurous way, what better way could there be of seeing the world and experience everything life has to offer before you die mm-hmm. than living as other people for five years? You get ten other lives. Yeah. Like one of you, you might be, I mean... It could be annoying if by number nine you'd be like, another minor? Yeah. (laughs) That would be upsetting. Uh, uh, The Congo, again, you know. Um, But yeah, broadly, like if life is about sort of adventure and richness and and stuff, then yeah, fucking hell. It's nice though that that overrides your social anxiety. Because I would be thinking, oh God, I have to make so many more friends. Oh, I'm going to have to like have conversations with people I've never had conversation with before and pretend that we know but that would be but it's quantum leap isn't it it's quite a fun game someone walks in and goes Brian pick up (laughs) hand me the number two wrench and you're like whoa like sure yeah oh boy you know yeah okay that sounds fun but I mean but again it's kind of parameters isn't it it's like uh, you'd want to make like like how randomly are these people chosen because if it's like mathematically randomly, most of them are going to be Chinese or yeah, Russian. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I you know, no, if I'm not for that, and so you can't much. speak. Yeah. It'd be like it'd probably take you about six months just to get used to your, like who you are. And then yeah, in a different you know when you start a new job, and yeah. it takes you about six months yeah. to settle in. <laughs> <laughs> so you just settle in. You just start learning everyone's names. Oh yeah, I'm just settling in. <laughs> I love it. That's a lovely mumsy. I don't mean your mumsy. Yeah. I love the idea of that. Like just settling in, really. My mum told me that. Yeah, she's, when I saw me, I was like, "It'll take you about six months to settle." That's good mumming. That's good mumming. It's very lovely being on, your heart. on this kind of uh, on on the the where I am at the moment. I'm so happy at the moment. It's um, which is not to say it's all a bed of roses. I'm still a complete mess. But the the loveliness of that idea that like you'll need like the idea of a mum or a dad saying, "Hey, don't worry about it." And that you know how it makes you feel yeah, when yeah. that happens. And the fact that you get one day, if you're lucky, you get to pass that on. You get to be on the other end of that. It's so lovely. What? The Queen's Nose was a TV show in the '90s where a girl was given a magical 50, fifty pence piece. Sure. That she'd rub the nose and get a wish. Yes. Okay. Bernard's Watch, similar premise. A boy given a magical watch, he could stop time. Yeah, I feel like I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. So, what would you pick? Oh, so what, what if the Queen knows gets you? A wish. Yeah. A wish a day. Yeah. But the wish is always, like you said before, they always went a little bit right. There's always a... Um, well, similarly, stopping time. Rail. You never, never, never do either of them. Never do either of them. You stopped, I mean, have you not seen the Twilight Zone? <laughs> stop like, time, you're fucked. It's you, like you're giving us advice <clears> on something that we're... Yeah, <laughs> guys. Put the watch down, Rosie. If I, if you take nothing else away from this conversation, never make wishes and never stop time. Just Very work hard and <laughs> try and be kind. <laughs> like, both of them are absolutely fraught yeah. problems. If I had the ability to stop time, I would massively overuse it and yeah. cause the end of the world in some way that I couldn't possibly predict until it happened. Yeah. And, but you have to um, choose one. Well, I'd have either and just not use them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd be quite, to resist temptation. Well, probably the boring answer is that I would get the watch because I think it'd be an easier temptation to resist. Mm. Because stopping time, if you stop time... Are you stopped as well? No, you can. No, no, you are you So if you stopped it now, we'd be frozen. Can you breathe? Yeah. Yeah. So what happens to light? Can you still, still see? On? Yeah. You can no, see. because light stopped, right? So it's not it's not moving anymore. 
Yeah, it's, so it's, it's, ma- it's magic. magic. It's magic. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, magic. Um, <laughs> I don't understand the physical <laughs> basis for your magical what. Um, so yes, so well, the, the Twilight Zone one is that like the guy who can stop time. You know, at the end of that one, there's a nuclear attack, and he has to stop time with a, a missile about to land on the city that he lives in, and so he can never restart time. So he's alone for the rest of forever. Oh, yeah, that's why you don't use the fucking watch. I never thought about that. Because yeah. also, yeah, then you would get into a real morality loop where you would stop time and then think about all the horrible things that are happening in the world yeah. at that moment. And yeah. then you've got it on your shoulders that if you... Press it again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, I would love to get the wishes. I'll tell you what I'll do. Got I'll it. get the wishes. Uh, and I'd say, hello, Magic Coin. For my first wish, I would like no more wishes. <laughs> and don't let anyone ever use this again. <laughs> <laughs> no. My wish is that you become a normal 50p. <laughs> And brackets, and if there is a genie in there, I hope you're free if you are, broadly speaking, benevolent. <laughs> <laughs> but then if every wish goes slightly awry, then that's not going to go to plan, is it? Well, no, it's only mean you're bucket either way, aren't you? Yeah. Um, do you need to I, wish, I wish for the three best haircuts in the world for me and my two best friends. <laughs> and no oh, more wishes. Haircuts are risky. <laughs> <laughs> that could go wrong. That could go really badly. Stuart, have you got anything you need to plug? Yes, constantly <laughs> everything I need to plug. My podcast is called The Comedian's Comedian. It's been going for nearly eight years and has 15 million downloads and is therefore objectively good. And if you're interested in comedy, you should listen to it because it's forensic and insightful and often not funny. And that's the point, man. Um, so there's that. I'm also on tour as a stand-up comedian. Uh, my show is called End Of. And this, what with this being January, the last few dates of my tour are coming up at places like... Glasgow, Newcastle and Cambridge at none of which am I assured a huge audience so if you found me funny in this maybe your first port of call should be to go on YouTube and watch some of my comedy and then when you go actually this guy's really good go to comedianscomedian.com slash tour thanks very much thank you thanks for having me what would you rather is presented by Julia Stenton and Rosa Pennington music composed by Holly Buhaya and artwork by Hannah Stiles whose information is in the show notes Send us your What Would You Rathers to at What Would You Rather the Podcast on Instagram or at WWYR underscore pod on Twitter. Please like and subscribe. What would you rather?